Hey, welcome back to News Now Next, the podcast that brings you the news you need to know, what's happening now, and what you should expect next. I'm your host, Andrea Brown, journalist and digital communication pro. I'm back with episode number 11 after taking a week off to celebrate my birthday, and I'm moving the release date to Saturday. For those that don't know, I still have a full-time job, it's in education, and this week was a week for virtual class, the very first week, and I needed some time. I think that having a Saturday morning recap will be fun for us all, and I'm glad to be back to share some stuff with you. Now, the news didn't stop while I was away, so let's jump right into what's popping this week. Let me ask you something. Did you go out last weekend for Labor Day? Did you go to the beach with the homies? Did you take advantage of a flight deal and fly out to Vegas? Did you wear a mask while you were out there? Hmm. If not, I'm sending you a side eye through the airwaves. We have to do better, people. But if you were out, you weren't alone. In fact, a lot of people just seem to think that the pandemic is over and they're just out living their best lives mask-free on the beaches and on the Vegas Strip. It's stuff like this that keeps me scratching my head and wondering if it's me that's crazy. Now, President Trump is trying to pull a rabbit out of his hat with promises of a vaccine being available before Election Day. It's a last-ditch effort to improve the way voters perceive his handling of the entire pandemic. Because, of course, that's the most important thing, right? Never mind proper testing and nearly 200,000 people in America dying for the virus. (laughs) Yeah. Now, the biggest story this week surrounding COVID has been the release of several Trump interviews conducted by veteran journalist Bob Woodward, in which Mr. Trump acknowledged that he was downplaying the severity of the virus so people would not panic. Let me translate for you. Trump lied to the American people for months about how serious the virus was. Period. There's no other way around it. If it would have been taken seriously earlier, we could be outside and potentially we could still have 200,000 Americans still living. All of this, knowing that this is an election year and it's clear that the pandemic wasn't a part of his reelection strategy. Speaking of the election, we're now less than two months away from the big day, and both major party candidates have been out on the campaign trail meeting voters and trying to energize their respective bases. Now, if there's one thing that President Trump does, though, it's let his mouth get him in trouble. The latest gaffe came after he allegedly called soldiers who lost their lives in the line of duty, losers. And as usual, the level of disrespect is so high that it's astounding, which makes it even harder to fathom how exactly anyone might nominate him for a Nobel Peace Prize. But he was nominated again, this time for his role in the peace agreement between the United Arab Emirates and Israel. Now, for the second time, his nomination has come on behalf of a right-wing Norwegian politician. To be honest, the Trump nomination means absolutely nothing, but I wanted to bring it up because 
As with many things, Mr. Trump has taken it as a point of validation or a rallying cry. I think it's his goal to win the award because President Obama won it in 2009, very early in his presidency. I'm not convinced that there isn't any other reason for him to want it other than that. His team didn't even take the time to spell the name of the award properly when they placed it in their ad content. I literally cannot even deal with the amount of foolery that has come up in this campaign. At this point, I'm more than ready for election day to just come and go, but knowing him, it won't even be that easy. If you didn't know, basically the entire West Coast is on fire. One of the wildfires in particular was ignited by one of those explosive canisters people use at gender reveals. And as an aside, I think we should just go ahead and do away with those. Nothing good comes from gender reveals. I'm sorry, it just doesn't work at any time. As you can see, the forest is now on fires and the skies are blood orange. I've seen so many eerie photos of orange skies in San Francisco and Oregon, and it's very scary. I mean, and that's for me sitting here in Texas. Can't imagine what the people who actually live there are going through. Also, people are losing their homes, and unfortunately, some people have actually lost their lives in these fires. It's definitely something that we have to take seriously. One specific group of firefighters, the inmate firefighters from California, are finally getting some real benefit after putting their lives on the line fighting these wildfires. California's governor, Gavin Newsom, signed legislation that will allow the inmate firefighters to have their records expunged so that once they're released from prison, they'll have the opportunity to become firefighters on the outside. Now, I personally feel like that's the bare minimum that could be offered for these people who are somewhat forced into this work. Now, we won't get into the long conversation about how the prison industrial complex is just slavery by another name, but I'm glad that this is at least the beginning of seeing the humanity of those that are in the system. If we're talking about paying what people are owed, we must discuss this story that came out last week about a lawsuit led by a 105-year-old survivor of the 1921 Tulsa race massacre. They're seeking reparations from the city of Tulsa for what happened in the Greenwood District almost 100 years ago when angry white mobs destroyed the thriving Black Wall Street, murdering hundreds of people. The reaction was to a situation that likely started with a black man accidentally stepping on a white woman's foot in an elevator. She she cried sexual harassment and the rest is history. Now there's been a renewed interest in the Black Wall Street, especially as we creep closer to the 100 year anniversary of the massacre and with the focus that HBO's hit show Watchmen put on it, there's no question that the timing of this lawsuit is absolutely perfect, especially with the social justice movement we're seeing happening across the country. People need to pay up, period. Generations were literally destroyed on that one day and somebody has to answer for it, honestly. Switching gears a bit, I want to talk about life in the NBA bubble. 
Now, I don't think it's really hard to follow rules to help save lives, but that doesn't seem to be true for everyone. I mean, we see it all over the country, but we've also seen it several times in the NBA bubble with players leaving and violating the health protocols. But the Rockets' Daniel House has taken the cake. Apparently, this guy invited one of the COVID testers into his hotel room on September 8th for several hours, and that person was not cleared to be in the player quarters. For that, House has been excused from the bubble early, meaning that he won't get to participate in the final game of the Western Semis versus the Lakers. Now, I typically don't like to call people dumb because, well, we all make mistakes, but this was a very dumb mistake, and the Rockets are suffering because of it. House actually brings a lot of energy that they need off the bench, and well, he blew it for a little fun. <laughs> My message to everyone is, stop trying to game the system. Be focused. Be safe. Don't be Daniel. You'll look bad, and everyone will laugh at you. Well, friends, that's it for today. I'll be back next Saturday with more. In the meantime, please follow me on Instagram at I am Andrea Brown. Follow me on Twitter at I am Andrea Brown. And stay tuned for the newsletter because the newsletter will go in depth into some of the things that I've talked about here on the podcast today, but other stories that I think are really important for you to latch on to as well. The newsletter is going to remain on Thursdays just to kind of give you an idea of what will be shared in the podcast and to kind of catch you up on some of the things that are happening over the week while we're apart. But until we meet again next Saturday, keep your eyes open.